We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, hey there. How we doing? Welcome to the show. Great to have you with us today. Happy Nation Sports Talk. We've at least got a few people. We apologize. We, you know, I'll just get this out of the way right off the bat for uh, some of the people who were on the original stream. We had some back-end issues trying to get this show started tonight, so we had to delete the first broadcast that we had scheduled and, you know, reschedule another one. I see some people are jumping in right now, so... They're figuring it out because we got smart yes. people. We got smart well, people in IB Nation, man. Thanks for coming over. You know, and we always do this up front. We ask you to like and subscribe and rate and all that stuff. But if you could really just, everyone who's in here right now, smash that like button because that helps kind of push the broadcast back up on the YouTube so, you know, people can figure out that it's there and all that kind of stuff. So if you would uh, make sure and smash that like button right now, that would help us even more than usual. But, uh, <laughs> you know, again, we, we got started a little bit late and had some technical issues and we had to delete one broadcast and start another. And I see some people are joining in right now. So that's a good sign. Glad yes. to have you with us here tonight. How you doing, Vince D'Addario? It has been a whirlwind of a day. I will tell you that, not to get too into it with people, but, uh, you know, had had to be drug tested today. And, oh, boy, you know, new job. That's all, right. All, all of that fun stuff that goes with yeah, it. Yeah, but, I, you know, I got my security code to the high school, so it's all starting nice. to become very official. You know, they're actually trusting me with all of these different things, and you know, I got my ID, all that, so getting real man it's getting really real which is uh which is fun and the best part of the day though is i get to talk to you so been looking forward to this all day back at you buddy <laughs> ready to go <laughs> you light up my life kumbaya and all that kind all of that stuff jazz. so that's right that's <laughs> right so we haven't been to notre dame practice there hasn't been any right. you know media availability last couple days but tomorrow we'll be at back out there in the morning we'll get to talk to oh harry he's standing i was about to do oh, his voice boy. and then my voice kind of it hurt just trying to how, to get down in that gravel mode how great but is it get, to hear him at practice i know I'm just saying like hilarious absolutely hilarious man just he's going after guys already no he no is body he is in somebody asked uh you know which position group is in mid-season form that would be harry he stand by himself he his own position group just him just him that's right (laughs) that's absolutely right 
We're uh, so we'll get Harry Heastan tomorrow. We'll get new defensive line coach Al Washington on Friday, and you know, obviously players from each of those position groups as well. Marcus Freeman's going to do another press conference Saturday, so we've got a lot coming up, and it's going to be a busy week next week as well. So all kinds of stuff going on. We're yes. going to be talking about Notre Dame's linebackers in just a little bit. And again, I'll just throw out the please hit the like button and uh, help us out. But it looks like the numbers are kind of jumping up right now as far as the viewership after we had those technical issues <laughs> early on. Today is a day that a lot of people have uh, come to look forward to. Ryan Roberts, I saw him tweet, happy Bruce Feldman's Freaks List <laughs> day. <laughs> and, and I know that Brian and those guys, you know, they talked about it on uh, on on Brian's show earlier today. But you know, Bruce Feldman puts out his freaks list every year. And you know, now if we were back, you know, doing the old radio show about right now, I'd be playing Rick James Super Freak and you know talking about <laughs> wait, is it Super Freak or is it MC Hammer? Can't touch this, you know, because you know maybe there's an extra beat in there or whatever. But you know, we can't play real music. Here right. because we don't have the money to pay the rights fees and all that. That's fair kind of stuff. You know, yeah. we don't want the podcast taken down, so we'll just pretend that Super Freak is playing right now. I've got it. It's, you, it's in here. Do you even get the, the the reference, Vince? Like, do you get the the Super Freak reference? Oh, do you know 100%. what song know I'm that. talking about? Oh yes. Okay. I can't. Why? If I sing it, do I? Am I get, do I get in trouble? I don't know. <laughs> and nobody wants to hear me sing anyway. But That's I do right. know. I do know that song. Yes. Super That's right. Freaky. All right. There you go. I got there you. you. Go. Get a little Vince singing even as an added bonus <laughs> on tonight's show. So the premise of Bruce Feldman's Freaks List is to spotlight the players who generate buzz inside their programs by displaying the unique physical abilities that wow even those who observe gifted athletes every day. Those are Feldman's own words. That's okay. straight from the beginning of his article. He really didn't you know, go into any further detail in terms of, you know, the criteria for being on the freak list and stuff, you know, but there's a lot of like, as he, he, he ranked him one through a hundred. Okay. And there's a lot of, you know, like vertical jump and, you know, pro, you know, shuttle and, and, you know, all these different things that he puts in there, you know, 40 times and all that kind of stuff. So he mentions a lot of stuff, but he doesn't necessarily lay out any strict criteria for how you get on his freaks list. Okay. Um, but I think it would be fun to be on a freak list personally. You know? I mean, I think I it's, don't know because like then you yeah. could just walk around playing super freak all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it it is it's definitely something to brag about because in in a in an era where all we see are lists, just list after list, and it becomes you know fodder for our show and other shows and things like that. It's fun, you know, to dissect these things. This list means nothing. Like it doesn't. There's no. There's nothing on the on the line. There's no. Right. This is just a fun fun list. list. You know what I mean? That this is great. I love that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I completely agree. And um, just just real quick, DRock Irish. So no, yeah, I says I've been out of these in and out of these chat programs. Are we in or out on Hannafin? What's the latest chatters? Go to the go to the uh, go to the boards. <laughs> right, just go to the board. I assume there's updates over there. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, yes. I figured there would be. I figured. Yes. After the show, go to the boards. But of course, of course. <laughs> unless you, unless you know you can. Uh, you know, do your do like your multitasking. You know what I mean? I mean, nobody nobody needs to look at this. Yeah, I mean, you can listen it. and go yeah. to the boards at the same time right. and read. So, okay. So anyway, Bruce Feldman's freak list, top one hundred. Here's his top ten: Maisie Smith, defensive tackle from Michigan; Marvin Harrison Jr., really good wide receiver, of course; Marvin's son, Ohio State; Miles Murphy, Clemson defensive end; DJ Johnson, Oregon edge rusher. Will McDonald, the defensive end from Iowa State. Um, Killy Rigdon, the Georgia running back. Julius Welshoff, defensive end from Michigan. Owen Papo, I don't know if I said that name right. Auburn linebacker. Kalijah Cansey, defensive tackle from Pitt. And number 10, Chris Braswell, linebacker okay. from Alabama. So that's the top 10. Papo, it looks like Papali. Papo, Vince Papali. Yeah. You know, Um. Three Notre Dame players made the list. Now, I, I was almost going to ask you today to to see if you could go without, you know, finding out who the Notre Dame, the three Notre Dame players were. How shocked were you, though, when you saw, one, who the first Notre Dame player on this list was, which I'll get to here in a moment, yeah. and two, who was not on the list? It was more who was not on the list yeah. than who was on the list. Because I could make an argument for the three guys that made the list. I, I mean, I could make that argument. Sure. I don't know. I don't know that two of the three would have been at the top of my list, to be honest with you. But I could make that argument that the three of them belong on the list. You know what I mean? Right. One of them, absolutely, no question about it. The other two, okay, I, I see it. But the one that was left off, I, mind blown. I don't. Well, to understand me, there were two. That- to me, there were two who were left off. And okay. I know, like, you know, you told me who you're first to come to mind. Right. Basically, I'm scanning through this list going, okay, where's Michael Mayer yeah, right. and or Isaiah Foskey? Sure. You know, like, I thought those those to me are the first two guys right. who came to mind. And Matt D, you know, is, is backing that up. Foskey, not on the list, is wrong, 11 sacks last year. Not just because he has 11 sacks, because, I mean, if, look at him. 
Right. He's the definition. Either one of those guys. Definition of a freak athlete. Definition. Especially Michael Mayer. Because there's there's a lot of Ed Rushers that physically look imposing and can do some pretty amazing things and, you know, of that nature. And so I, I could see the argument not to have him on there. I could, I don't agree with it, but I could see it. But Michael Mayer is a friggin' specimen. He's 265 pounds and he just, he, he looks like a gazelle out there. Like I don't, he, you don't normally see 265 pounds running around like that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, and see like, DT Troll Hunter <laughs> says he isn't a burner. Bless you. And I think that maybe that has to do with it because there are five tight ends on this list. And I'll get to them in a little bit. But here's who is on for Notre Dame. At number 38, Cam Hart, cornerback. Long, fast corner who made 42 tackles last season in his first year as a starter, intercepting two passes, blah, 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 blah. You know, okay, stats. Um Broad jumping, 11 foot two, vertical jump, 38 inches, hit 21.7 on the GPS. His power clean peak output, 2490, one of the best on the team. See, like these yeah. are all numbers that we don't have you right. know, access to. So, you know, we don't know how to compare them to these right. other guys. Riley Mills, 56. I mean, another athletic specimen. And, and he mentions that he was a discus thrower, shot putter, you know, in high school and you know more freaky numbers he said that he said that he had let me see mills explosiveness is reflected in his hang clean output of 2828 and his power clean output of 2854 both totals higher than his super freaky line mate isaiah foskey well 2674 and 2696. So, I mean, he has numbers, you know, again, I don't know what those numbers mean or how we quantify or qualify them. You know, I don't know if you exactly know what those mean, but they are both considerably higher than Isaiah Foskey, for example. And that means Isaiah Foskey was on the radar for this list. I mean, because he called him super freaky, right? His name came up, but maybe he was number 101 and just didn't make the top 100. I don't know. But he was at least in the neighborhood, and that's what got Riley Mills on this list is that he his numbers were better than Isaiah Foskey, and so that's how right. he got on the list in the first place. So, okay, I guess I get that. But here's what I would have to say about that. You know, this is kind of like when you look at all this, oh, his, you know, his, his clean and his shuttle and his vertical and all. You know, this is like going to the combine, right? right? Because right. – this is nothing against Riley Mills, but we had Riley Mills last week on our list of players who still needs to break out. Isaiah Foskey has already <laughs> broken out. So even though Riley Mills, and it's great that he's testing with all these numbers, and I mentioned him, you know, the other day, the gun show. I mean, he and and Chris Brown, the new defensive lineman from Harvard, have, you know, two of the biggest arms on definitely on the defense. I'd put Michael Mayer right up, at, you know, in there with him himself but you know again this is like okay testing numbers but you still have to do it on the field so right, right you know and i i think like riley mills i would say is the one guy that i would have 100 had on this list he he's the guy that you know when you see him walking around and you see what he's doing on the field you're saying of the three that of the, the three that made on. it he would yeah. have been the, by far the the one i would have put on there uh, so he was the one I was referring to before. I, again, I could make a case for the other two, but Riley Mills, bar none, I think belongs on there because I think he is a freaky athlete. Yeah, and obviously his numbers back that up. 
but he's and not I a think, super freak. And I, I think his, I think his, his, uh, his play on the field, the season is going to back that up too. I think it will. I think it will. So Cam Hart at thirty-eight, Riley Mills at fifty-six. One more Notre Dame player on Bruce Feldman's freak list, and that <laughs> is Lorenzo Styles, the wide receiver who comes in at number seventy-nine on this list. Lorenzo Styles, you know, like you know, get you know, like you talk about explosiveness and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And we were talking about the kickoff returns the other day. I really. You know, like watching those guys up close when they were returning the kicks and how they got through the holes. He, he was one of the two most explosive guys going through those holes. And I think, you know, I think we're going to see really good things from him this year. A squad of 510 pounds that's, for a 195 pound wide receiver. That's massive. pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's massive. That's impressive. Yeah. Broad jump of 10 foot, 10 and a half, and he hits 22 miles per hour on the GPS. So those are the three, you know, and I've got no problem obviously being with them on this list. It, 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 it just, you know, again, like looking at this list, it seems like a lot of it comes down to testing numbers and stuff like that. But, right. you know, again, like the other day, I guess it was two practices ago. I was out there by the defensive lineman and, you know, like you, you, you know, talking about explosiveness for defensive linemen, I would say that it was, um, I, I, I think I wrote it down. I know it was Isaiah Foskey, and I'm trying to remember who the other two guys were when they were doing like they were doing like these rip drills and stuff like that. You know, yeah. they were practicing their rips, you know, for their pass rush. And then they had a gauntlet of kind of those stand up dummies out there and they would, you know, smack the dummy as, as they were kind of zigzagging through them. And uh, Isaiah Foskey had the combination of the loudest thud against those dummies and the most explosive of those defensive linemen going you know going through that those those dummies on that drill yeah no i mean you can tell his but you can you can see first step you can see explosion you can see all that stuff right and then that's that's what jumps out at you with a good number of these guys to be honest with you but riley mills you know isaiah foskey specifically it's Botello and Justin Adamalola were the were the other two who were the the next two most you know explode you know the combination of explosiveness yeah. and thump going through there yeah so, that makes sense absolutely yeah. yeah so anyway those are the guys on the list you know we talk about may or not being on this list five tight ends made the list Zach Kuntz from Old Dominion a high school track star according to Bruce Feldman you know there's kind of a common theme here number twenty seven. Tight end Luke Musgrave from Oregon State, an elite high school long jumper and triple jumper. That's uh, if you watch the triple jump before, like that, uh -huh. that takes some serious athleticism and some, I mean, some bounce. I mean, the triple jump is serious, man. Like that's impressive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Brock Bowers from Georgia. He's the preseason favorite for the Mackey Award. And and all that stuff. He's number 45, number 78, Josh Wiley from Cincinnati, and number 89, Tyler Warren from Penn State. So, you know, like, I guess, you know, again, because we're talking about tight end and freaky and all that kind of stuff, you, you know, it, it it seems like the track background <laughs> definitely pushed some of these other guys sure. on there, and that's not necessarily, you know, again, Michael Mayer is is fast for his size and all that, but it, it doesn't sound like he quite, you know, tilted the scale just enough for Bruce Feldman when he's got these other guys who have track and, you know, really, 
I guess, more elite speed when it comes to tight ends. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, and he's got, look, he's going to run away from some people. I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. He's not slow. By yeah. Any stretch of the imagination. He'll, he'll still run away from linebackers and things like that. And frankly, if a, you know, a DB wants to try to tackle him from an angle, he's there a stiff arm away from eating dirt. So I, you know, I, I don't care what metric you're using. I'm not saying you, Sean. I'm saying you in general. I don't care what metric you're using. Michael Mayer is a freak. And there's yeah. a reason that he should have should have been the best tight end in the country last year. And he is the best tight end in the country this year. He's a freak. And he's a freak in a great way. I completely agree with that. I, I've got no disagreement there at all. It, you know, and, and, you know, the thing is, is you know, kind of like I was just saying, a lot of this stuff we're talking about is combine type testing stuff, you know, with, with squat, right. you know, it, it matters. It helps make you better, but Michael Mayer can play football. <laughs> right. Know? He, he, he might not have quite as elite, you know, and Isaiah Foskey for that matter too. They might not have quite as elite testing numbers as these guys, but we've got film. We've got evidence that says they can go out and play football. So they might've not made the list. And like you said, how important is the list? Well, it's not important at all. I mean, just look at the fact that Wisconsin punter, the Wisconsin punter is on the list for the second year in a row. And part of the reason why Feldman says is he, because he can do something called a Turkish getup. Have you seen someone do a Turkish getup before? All I did was read the description and it hurt. So yes. Anybody that can do what you're about to describe deserves whatever list they get on. Okay? I suppose so, even if he is a punter. That doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. So here's what a Turkish getup is. And they, they had the video embedded, so I watched him okay. do the Turkish getup. So you start with a power clean, and then you do an overhead press with the power clean. Okay. And then you do you you hold the bar and the weight up with one arm. And so then what you do, you drop down to a knee. So now you're kneeling with the bar, you know, a, you know, barbell and the weight the up weight. over your yeah. head after you've done a power clean. And then with that, you keep it up. I'm leaning away from my microphone. You lay down flat on the floor. And then after you do that, you know, while the bar is, you're still holding the bar up and the weight that's on it. Then you stand back up with it holding the weight up, and then, you know, at the end, you, you obviously throw the weight down. That is a Turkish getup, and that's what the Wisconsin punter did, and it got him a number 80 ranking on Bruce Bellman's freaks list. That And that by itself, he deserves to be on that list because that Maybe is – Maybe so. There's a lot of people in this country, a lot of people, that can't even do that with the bar, let Very alone true. the bar with weight on it. I mean, there's a lot of people, yeah, who couldn't do it without the bar, I'm <laughs> guessing. So that's what I'm saying. So – just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Try a Turkish get up tomorrow morning when you get out of bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. Give me a prediction. Okay. Who from Notre Dame that we're projecting is going to be here next year? Who might okay. be on the list that's not on the list this year? Tobias Merriweather deserves to be on that list, I think. Good he's one. Got, he's got like some that. freakish qualities, you know? Yeah. I think you could, you could potentially put either tackle on there right because they're both coming back thought about them especially fisher yeah because he bit. you know you got that one video of him like sprinting on the um before he got hurt obviously but he, he was sprinting on the treadmill 
And the, the boy can pick him up and put him down, right? Jaden Mickey, I don't know. He's he's a little he he's twitchy. He's a good athlete, right? But he's small. So like Cam Hart is a lot longer, and I think yeah. you know, in addition to his numbers, I think that's part right. of what got him so high on this list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of some other guys in the freakish category. You know, you could look at maybe one of the linebackers, maybe like uh, Junior Tui Alamaka. Like I could yeah. see maybe him. He he has some freakish qualities. Really long. Jalen Sneed potentially. Yeah, absolutely, absolute Prince Kali. I mean, they all kind of fall yeah. into that mold a little bit. So I could see that for sure. I thought about this guy too that Irish Shytown said Tyler Buckner, but like Tyler Buckner just looks so like Clark Kent when he is not, <laughs> no, right? You know, in a, in a football uniform. Now he is freaky fast. There's no doubt about that. He's twitchy like too. Other, yeah. So I, it, I'd like to see sort of what he develops into with one more year. You know, and like you know, again, like not knowing you know all this testing and all this different stuff, but you know. Just with that speed alone, I think he's got a chance potentially right. to get on there. Absolutely. He's going to have a bunch of rushing touchdowns this year, so he'll get his name on the board as far as – he'll be on the list of finalists for that top 100, I would think. So yeah. I, I think that's that's definitely fair. Uh, yeah, Audric Estime, Matt D. Audric is a freak. Yes, mm. agreed. He is a freak. And, For sure. You know, yeah. his feet. I like that. He's got some of the best feet in the running back room, to be honest with you, even with his size. And so if he can show off that a little bit during the season, I think that definitely has a potential to get him on the list. Yeah, I think that, you know, like he's someone, you know, especially just because of the build that he has won, you know, like if he can, you know, kind of uh, show out a little bit this year, then he gets on the radar and maybe that gets him on. You know, I think it's, it is pretty cool that Notre Dame's got three guys in the top 100, Absolutely. even if they're not necessarily – the three guys who we thought that they would be right know? absolutely charlie yeah. weiss's last belt loop is mad at me because i don't i i was pushing back on Jaden mickey i'm not saying he's not a good football player he's a really yeah. really good football player i just don't know that he belongs in the freak category that's all matt d says wonder who has the heaviest bench on the team anyone know? you know it's like i don't know marcus freeman it, it would be kind of cool if they would release maybe you know especially because we're hurting for things to talk <laughs> about you know right. before training camp starts like if they would you know, they're obviously letting Bruce Feldman know what these numbers are, and he's publishing them. It'd be kind of cool if, you know, especially, you know, like maybe the top half or something yeah. like that, or the top guy at each position, even, Absolutely. you know, something like that, just to kind of just to kind of gauge sort of what these guys are doing. I think it'd know? be fun to see, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I think absolutely. so as well. Because, <clears throat> you know, most of the time, when the guys who do go to the Combine and stuff like that, they get that number and it's like, oh, okay. You know, and sometimes if they're if they are a really freakish looking athlete, it's like, well, that makes sense. But other times right. you really have no idea what, you know, what ballpark these guys are going to be in for some of these different things. So I think it'd be kind of cool. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about Notre Dame's linebackers. Um, we touched a little bit on it yesterday especially the defense as a whole Al Golden is doing something this year and you know he said that he was kind of tasked by um Marcus Freeman this year to build depth and we saw some of this last year where you know like the inside linebackers specifically were they were kind of trying to make him interchangeable and you know we've yeah. seen this year where Al Golden has talked about that with the safeties as well but like 
Al Golden, when he came out with the media the other day, was talking about how, you know, like this started with J.D. Bertrand saying, well, he's he's basically played all three linebacker positions in camp. Mo- you know, most of it's been either middle linebacker or will, but right. You know they're 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 basically playing all over the place. You know, like they've even you know they've had Jack Kaiser moving inside and and playing one of the two, you know, inside linebacker spots. Yeah. And Kaiser has even played a little bit of Viper so far. You know, so they're they're moving these guys around doing this stuff and and not just with the positions, but also like sometimes the three will play with the number two unit or the number twos will play with the ones and stuff like that. So they're building you know, trying to build depth for one thing. And, you know, like when you look at the top of the depth chart now, you got Bauer, you got Bertrand, you've got Kaiser, and you've got Maris Leofau as well. So you've got four linebackers Mm -hmm. for three spots. And, you know, I don't know about you, Vince, but again, like when we were trying to sort of figure out, okay, what's the number one defense when we saw them out there? Right. This is why it was hard because on one, you know, on one snap you've got one set of linebackers, then all of a sudden you've got this different group, and it's like, hold it, Bertrand's playing, you know, Will and and you know Bowers over there playing Mike, and you know what's what's this all about? And, you know, so this kind of explains it. But I've got a feeling we're going to see all four of these guys quite a bit this year. I absolutely think that. I mean, I think you've got a kind of a four for three situation, right? And I don't. I don't feel like anybody's really pushing Jack Kaiser and you know, the Rover position is so different than the two inside positions. So I think you're going to see a lot of Jack Kaiser. I do. And then I think you're going to see the other three kind of rotate around for the other two spots. I think, I think that's what we're going to see an awful lot of. And I I think you're going to see a lot of Bo Bauer. I think you're going to see a lot of Maris Leofau. I think you're going to see a lot of JD Bertrand and they all deserve to play. I mean, Bo Bauer, some, and I, I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, one of the guys from Irish Illustrated was was uh, telling me the other day, he's like, where yeah, Bo Bauer's been here so long, he committed to Brian <laughs> Van Gorder. Wow. Okay. That tells that. you how long Bo Bauer has been in the program, okay? That's and, what, five defensive coordinators ago at this point? Like yeah. 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 So it, it's been a long time that he's been in the program, and he knows – what's going on and he deserves to be out there and he's earned his spot. And I think Maris still, you know, he's earned his spot with the way he plays and clearly the leading tackler from last year has earned his spot. So, you know, they're developing depth. Like you said, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think, you know, you've got the four for the three. And then after that, you, you know, you've got, you've got really good depth pieces. They're not ready to start yet, but they can certainly come in and give those guys a breather. And I, and I think they're in a really good position as far as that's concerned. When you consider, you know, Junior Tui Alamaki in the middle, you got Prince Kali uh, playing Will, uh, you know, all, all of these other guys, you know, the amazing linebacker class that came in last year. You've got depth at linebacker, an amazing amount of depth. And if you're Al Golden and you just walk in that room, you're like, okay, I can work with this. You know, I mean, there, there's – the the linebacker room there I have that's the one of the least worrisome spots on the field both, yeah, me too. both sides of the ball is the linebacker spot I, I love where this linebacker this group is and I think they're going to take a step as a group because you know they were okay last year they were okay you know they weren't great they weren't terrible by any stretch they were they were good they were good I think they're going to take that next step and that in turn is going to make this defense take another step and I, that that's exciting to me. 
Yeah, I think that that front seven is just going to be lights out this year with with the defensive line. You know, and Bertrand kind of talked about that the other day as well. That it starts with that defensive line, and and you know, it obviously helps out the linebackers. Whatever those guys in front of them can do, and I just think I think it's going to be a, a really fun unit to watch out there this year. Last year's defense allowed 19.7 points a game, a little over 135 rushing yards a game and 224 passing yards. So which of those numbers do you think that this year's team is going to have the best chance to improve upon? You know, it's funny because they open up obviously with Ohio state and Ohio state is going to challenge every one of those numbers, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. And so you got to look at the long game, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. You, you have to look at the long game, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do think that they have every opportunity to challenge uh, the points. And I think they have every opportunity. I think, I mean, they have every opportunity to challenge all three of those, uh, to be honest with you. The points one, I'm going to push back on myself because as I think through it, I think the offense is going to score more points this year but I think there's going to be some quick scores, and I think they're going to give the other offense an opportunity to score maybe more often. But I'm hoping that number goes down. I want them in the teens. I'd love to see that number around 18. That That's where I'd like to see that number. <sighs> I'm trying to think here. I, you know, I think the rushing yards, that was a pretty, that's a pretty decently low number as it mm-hmm. is. 135 is not a bad number. And to be better than that, you're really doing some good things rushing. And so I will say, I'll say the rushing yards first, point second, passing third, because I think a lot of teams are going to be playing catch up and a lot of teams are going to be throwing the ball a lot. And I think those, I think those, the passing numbers could be artificially higher. Yeah. Not, not in a, in, in a sense of the defense is bad, but I just think that teams are going to start airing it out because they're going to be coming from behind. So I'll go rushing yards, points, passing yards. I'm going to go points, rushing yards, passing yards, basically for the reason that you said. You know, you're right. Ohio State is, you know, they're they're going to they're going to score more than 19 points against Notre Dame, or at least they, you know, they should. You know, if they don't, then it's going to be a really good year for Notre Dame. Right. But, um, you know, you throw that out. You look at the rest of the schedule. I, I think that they'll probably give up somewhere, you know, in that like 17, 17 and a half points a game. You know, again, we're talking about it over the course of the season. Cause like you look at, at last year, they gave up over 30 points in their first game. They gave up over 30 points in their last game. And I think that there was one other game. Yeah. The North Carolina game where they gave up over 30 points. Otherwise, you know, Look at what the average ended up being, 19.7. Right. And, and again, I, I think they're going to be really stout up front in the front seven. And just because of what you said, because it's going to be so hard to run against them and teams are yeah. going to be playing catch-up at the end, the passing yard numbers will probably naturally yeah. go up. So. And like I said, it'll be artificial as far as how good or bad the defense is. It's just the nature of teams are going to be you know, throwing the ball around a lot. I, I just think right. that they're not going to have a choice in the vast majority of the games. Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for sticking with us tonight. We had the uh, technical difficulties at the beginning of the show and appreciate you stopping by and uh, and jumping in. Uh, a lot of spirit in the uh, in the old YouTube chat going on tonight, Vince. They're, they're not arguing, but debating about a lot of different things. So it's been a lot of fun kind of watching that. Again, we're back at Notre Dame 
tomorrow morning. And then uh, we'll be talking with Harry Heastan in the offensive line, some of the offensive linemen anyway, afterwards. And then Al Washington in the defensive line Friday. Then a Marcus Freeman press conference over the weekend. So we've got more stuff, as always, as training camp tomorrow wraps up week number one. Seventh day of camp tomorrow. All right, Vince, thanks as always. You bet. I will talk to you soon. Yes, Monday, Monday. Don't forget, hit that like button, rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. It helps out the Irish Breakdown platform. We will talk to you tomorrow. Ivy Nation Sports Talk will be back with you.